I hope y'all got y'all brooms ready. Because I know it's dirty underneath that nasty ass rug. Welcome to Sweeping Under the Rug, where we have uncomfortable conversations. I am your host, Bay. Thank you so much for tuning in to my very first episode. I'm very grateful and thankful that you have decided to watch me sweep under my own rug. See, there's no shame in my game. And I don't mind telling, you know, my side of the story when it comes to anything. What I mean by uncomfortable conversations is we're going to discuss and have conversations and chit chats about things that your family loves to sweep under the rug. All that family gossip, all that child molestation, all that physical, mental, emotional abuse. We're going to sweep from under the rug when it comes to your friends, all the stuff you overlooked. All the things you guys overcame together. Why exactly are y'all friends? Did you lose connections? See, this episode right here, this episode is called Lost Connections. Because I have been sitting back and thinking about all of the lost connections. I had so many connections to so many people and I lost connections with them. And sometimes it takes for you, you know, to step away from everything and everybody for you to see the lost connection. Sometimes that connection, you know, that lost connection, it can either be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. It could help you heal or it could torment you and haunt you <clears throat> excuse me so when I think about my lost connections though so I did four and a half years in federal penitentiary and during that time I had you know to reflect on who I was who I wanted to be what type of person I wanted to be you know, heal myself from all of my own hurt and pain. Yes, this is a punishment. Yes, I'm away from everybody. Yes, do I miss everybody and wish I was out there in the free world? Yes, I do. However, I'm very grateful and very appreciative of the spirits giving me the opportunity to reflect on me and where I stand in my own demise. You know, what part I played in my own troubles and my own terror. And my own fear. Um, but the lost connections. See before I went to prison. I have had the same. Amount or set of friends. Um, I didn't really venture out. Into other friend world. Because you know. I, I guess you could say. I had a sense of loyalty. I had you know certain things going on at home. So me having friends. That I could you know count on when it came to a good time and me not having to think about you know things that were going on at home and me just you know letting myself go and you know being happy for a minute yes like I love that part of me being friends with them because you know I just got a chance to you know I don't know I guess let my hair down because I was going through so much at home as a kid um <clears throat> excuse me my friends played a major part 
in a lot of things that happened, a lot of ways that I thought, a lot of things that I did, they played a major part. But then again, what happened at home also played a major part as well in how I handled them. Um, sweeping underneath my own rug, I was a habitual liar. I didn't believe my own lies, but I was habitual. I would lie about anything. Um, it, I'm not, I, I don't want to make it seem as if like I was one of those people who lied about the sky being blue. And we know damn well when we look up there, it's like a blue sky with white clouds. You know, no, I just... I lied so that I wouldn't have to tell certain information. I lied so that I could like withhold information. I lied because I felt like if I gave an answer, it was going to be thought that I was lying either way. So I just might as well lie. Um, when being raised, um, you know, in the household with my mom, it, I lied a lot for her with her. Um, she taught me pretty much how to lie. And I took that, I took what I was learning from home. I took that and I gave it to the rest of my life. Like I, or some of my life, I gave it to my life and I would just lie. Um, that fear of actually telling the truth and then what happens after the truth is told that fear um, so <clears throat> I can say that it, that is something that my friends did have to deal with when it came to me is that, however, there's a lot of things that like I did as a teenager, I can say from like 16 on up to maybe about 22, 23. Um, I could honestly say that those were the most immature times or immature years of my life because that's when I did the most traumatic things. Um, not when the most traumatic things happened to me, just when I did the most traumatic things. As I stated, though, I had the same friends. One of my friends, um, we connected because she had a certain type of mother. Her mom talked a certain kind of way. Um not necessarily like the way my mom talked but kind of in the same realm of how they talk like they talk so forceful and aggressive to you um they're nice to who they want to be nice to but when it comes to you it's so aggressive it's not a whole lot of love and affection just a bunch of aggressive passive as well passive aggressive a bunch of you know just aggressive behavior coming from my mother um so we connected like that we connected we connected because we both knew what kind of parents we had although I don't I can't remember a time when we ever had certain conversations about it but I think that we just knew so we kind of you know helped each other build each other up when it came to certain things that were happening in the household um I think we were both each other's like escape kind of sort of um she was a good friend though she was a really good friend we neither one of us actually knew how to be a friend because I mean we wasn't being taught that at home for sure but and and we didn't really necessarily have like a whole lot of friends you know we didn't have like a group or a crowd um it was me and her um 
we ended up falling out. The connection was lost. Um, when I did come home from, <clears throat> excuse me, from prison, when I did come home from prison, that's when our, I realized that our connection was lost. Um, there were just certain ways that, you know, she, I'm not going to say that she lived, but there was just certain ways that she thought and things that she did that I, I just wasn't necessarily okay with. And I'm a very opinionated person. If we're friends, I feel like I should be able to not necessarily check you because I would never check my friend, but like I would try to redirect my friend. I'm not going to say check her because checking her would be me and her almost about to be enemies. No, because I don't, I shouldn't have to check you, friend. I am going to redirect you as a friend and be like, well, you know, you don't think we should do it this way or you should do it this way. You know, we lost our connection because um, it was just weird. One day I was talking, she had some things going on and she was telling me about them, but I really don't necessarily know how to relate to, you know, half of what she has going on because she has children and I don't. So I do, I do have other friends, you know, who I confide in. So I did talk to one of my other friends about the situation and maybe that was where I went wrong at, but I did talk to one of my other friends about the situation, you know, just trying to get some, like, what kind of advice do I give her? You know, not talking bad about her, but what kind of advice do I give her? Cause I really don't even know what the fuck to say, you know, about this. I can just really just listen. I don't know what to say. And I know that she's probably looking for a response from me, but I don't really know what to say because it's not, I don't, I've never been through anything like this. You know, I don't have kids and you know, I don't have this going on. I don't know what to say. I'm not knowing that <clears throat> one day we're all going to, you know, be going back and forth with each other and it comes out what I discussed with my other friend. She puts it out there, you know, and I'm that kind of was like, it didn't necessarily hurt me, but it hurt my friend because honestly, it just kind of broke a little trust a little bit because I thought that I was like confiding in my friend trying to get some advice for another friend. I'm not saying that, you know, my part in that was not wrong because my part in it probably was wrong, but I wasn't very clear on how was my part wrong. You know, maybe I shouldn't have said anything to my other friend and just let her just talk and vent. But like when she, if she asks me a question, like, how do I think she should handle it? Like, well, am I going to tell her? I don't know. You know, I want to be there for her. So I'm not wanting to let her down in no kind of way because this what she's going through is depressing and or it could potentially be or become depressing and you know I know that that hurt my friend to hear her business again you know and I think that that's where I dropped the ball at you know what I'm saying and I don't even the connection was lost <clears throat> excuse me the connection was lost the connection was lost and we were no longer friends I have another friend um, who definitely had it rough a little bit. Well, not a little bit, but she just had it rough coming up, you know, as a child. She kind of had it rough, you know, but she persevered through everything that she had going on. Like she persevered through all of that. She always stayed strong. She always tried her best to stay headstrong. You know, she always was a fighter when it came to 
anything that she was dealing with you know what I'm saying like she is one of those people who she held on to so much she was so angry too she held on to so much shit and never really was able to really just get it out to anybody because if she ever showed any sign of weakness you know then it was looked at a certain way we had a connection because we both went through some molestation. We both went through that. We both went through, you know, being put out by our parents, by our mom. We both went through, you know, feeling like our mom hates us because we, you know, they fight on us. We both went through, you know, traumatic things at home. And those in particular traumatic things actually connected us. We were each other's, I guess you can say we were each other's peace as teenagers. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, she ended up, you know, being, she became a mother and three months into becoming a mother, I helped with that, or at least I tried to, cause I didn't really know exactly what to do, but as a friend, I, okay, let me ask my mom if you can come and stay. Okay. She said, yes. Okay. We're going to do this. You know, I'm trying to help in the best ways that I can, because I know that my friend don't really have, you know all of the resources that I have. So I share everything that I have with her, no matter what it is. I share my mom. I share, she shares her mom. I share my everything. I just share everything. We share everything. And <clears throat> I introduced her to somebody that I was in a relationship with, even though I was, we were teenagers. I was in a relationship with, she was my first girlfriend. I introduced her to my very first girlfriend. You know, at the time when it's your first, you thinking like, oh, this is going to be forever. This is going to be forever. I love her. I'm in love with him. Da, da, da. You know, you know, you, you thinking, you know, this is your first, you're going to be here forever. Um, I introduced them because this is like my sister, my best friend. And this is like my baby, my bae. So I'm going to introduce them so we can all be cool. And, you know, and it seemed like they had a great connection um I was okay with the connection because now I feel like I have like I'm building my own little family because I already don't feel like I'm a part of my own family so I'm building my own little family and I'm building my own little trust circle here but within building that things transpired um like I stated though I was very much so a habitual liar and like what I the lies I had to put up with and go through with at home like I brought that stuff out into my social life and my social world and it caused a whole lot of drama for me and a whole lot of confusion that really was not even intentional it wasn't even intentional I it was all subconscious I didn't even I knew what the truth was just didn't want it to come out of my mouth afraid of what it might do to myself afraid of what it might do to the other person just afraid of the fear it's just the fear I was afraid um so yeah, so I introduce everybody and um, we all become really, really cool. We all end up living at my mom's like it was I don't know. I just felt like it was just the right thing. And then mom finds out that, you know, me and old girl is, you know, really not just friends. We're like, you know, we doing our thing or whatever. We're together or we're, you know, we fucking pretty much. OK, so now she wants to put everybody out. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so we go out of town in my mom's boyfriend's car, our baby daddy's car at the time, her man's car at the time. He let me use the car. We go out of town. We, meaning me and my friend, we go out of town. My girlfriend at the time, she's already where we're going. We're going there to be with 
her. I'm going there to be with her. She's supposed to be going to be with her baby daddy. So we all go down there and um well we, we go down there. We bring it uh, we go down there, okay? And this is when I first saw that her loyalty, her men and my friend, her loyalty no longer lied with me. Her loyalty lied with my girlfriend. A situation had occurred where <clears throat> I was, I had lied about something. I can't really necessarily remember exactly what it was because it's really been a long time, but I had lied about something or maybe I did tell the truth and like it was already going to be said that I was lying anyway because that probably really was the truth. I don't know. It was just made that I was a liar at the time about something. No matter what it was, I was lying. My, um, I hadn't kept my mom's man's car now for over the amount of time that I'm supposed to have it. I'm supposed to have been back probably about over the weekend. I ain't been back in months probably. And I mean, it's the summertime too. So like they were worried, but they weren't kind of sort of maybe. So long story short. It had become like a discussion in the living room and like I stated, I was the liar and I was the bad guy in the room at the time. My friend went from being on my side, from being my friend. I felt like you're supposed to be my friend no matter what. Like I've been your friend no matter what and you, you're you supposed to be my friend no matter what. And I get it that like, you know, I'm. I'm a habitual liar. I get that. But this is not something that you don't even know. And I'm not saying that you have to put up with. But what I'm saying is, it's like we're both kind of putting up with each other's shit because I'm a habitual liar. But the shit you have taught me, like you've taught me what to really do when your parents are not at home. You've taught me. You've taught me. How to drink. You've taught me how to really smoke. You've taught me how to. I wasn't necessarily one of those people who have an addictive personality. So I could do something one time and never do it again if I don't fucking like it. But the things that I was taught by her, like there was always house parties. There was always some kind of drama. There was always like a bunch of men. There was always a fight, an argument, a disagreement. It was always something. It was never any a whole. It was never any peace. It was always something but I was always willing to be there and vice versa you're always willing to be there I would leave my life my home life to go and be in her chaotic life I would leave that and leaving my not so good life already and going to her chaotic life was taking a toll on me so at that time when this discussion is going on in the living room I am I'm not saying that I'm looking for her to be my friend at that point, but I just know that that was the day that I saw the loyalty go smooth out of the window. She was more focused on my girlfriend than she was focused on who she was supposed to be to me. That is when I knew that the loyalty went straight out of the window. I go to prison. I come home. I'm thinking that we're all, you know, 
everybody is still friends. We're all still friends. I'm not knowing, you know, that really they really have not been friends. Certain things have transpired between them and nobody's even willing to say what's going on or tell the truth about that. So, you know, things have transpired and happened. I'm getting parts and bits and pieces of the story and it's really not necessarily adding up. So I know that at one point me and the girlfriend, we were going through some things at the time. I don't know exactly what transpired for them to be in a bed together. I mean, I know that this is, these are things that we did as young kids, like when we were, you know, 16, 17. Yeah, I know that these are things that we did. These are things that we did not knowing that there are boundaries, you know, between certain things or between people in certain situations, you know, not having any boundaries. So I know that that is something that we did. But I thought in my head that, you know, as adults, you guys would know that this shit is not okay. This is what I thought. This is where the connection was lost at. If it were that if it were that you were trying to prove a point to me, then you just went about it the exact wrong way. My thing is, how is it that we're so much of friends that you would allow anybody to come in between the bond that me and you have or the truth that me and you are supposed to have with each other? How is it that anybody can come and break that bond, no matter who it is, no matter who it is, because before you were my girlfriend were friends, you and I were friends. It's us that have really been through things. So I'm trying to figure out like, at what point did your loyalty to, to her override anything that we've ever been through and all of the experiences and the things that we've done together, like our friendship, what about her made you want to say fuck being you know who I really am to her and what she's done for me and what I've done for her and you you pretty much said you know that was a done deal without even telling me it was a done deal so the connection was lost there I am again with losing another connection these are people that I grew up with me thinking that like, oh, this is me building my own, you know, little foundation, my own little family. This is me building, not knowing that like, I could be trying to build it, but as I'm building it, somebody else is tearing it down brick by brick as I build it. But I'm so busy showing so much love that I don't even see that this is actually going on. I don't even see that it's jealousy. I don't even see that it's envy. I don't even see that it's hatred and it's evil. I don't see that. I'm focused on, oh my God, my people need me. My friends need me. They need me. I got to be there. That's what I'm focused on. Beyond anything else that we have going on, their wildlife, my life, it never those negative and bad times never exceeded the amount of loyalty like it it never would I would never there's there's not one secret that this young lady have that any of my friends have honestly there's not one secret that my friends 
have or have had that I've actually told. Now saying like, oh girl, she got this going on with her baby daddy and this going on with the kids. Like, what am I, what am I supposed to say is different than me telling the deepest, darkest secrets that you've ever had. But these friends, these friends, they be so, they, they're so caught up in who I used to be. So the connection was lost because you're looking at who I used to be and not trying to accept who I am right now. So the connection was lost. And when the connection is lost, the loyalty is nowhere to be found. So now I'm stuck between do I reconcile the friendship or do I just let it go? Does the bad really outweigh the good? To me, as friends, girl, we are not supposed to like the same anything. We don't have the same taste in anything. And if I come to you and I'm venting about my person to you, I'm crying, I'm happy, I'm I'm depressed, I'm I'm everything. I'm all the emotions when it comes to my relationship and then you go and you try to have sex with them, it would make me look at you weird. Like, okay, so when I was telling you about my bad situation or any of my situations with this person, was this turning you on? Was this making you, you know, was this making you want to see what the hype was about? What was it? Because that's what broke our friendship. Anything else that have ever went on between me and my friends, we whether it be me doing some shit or them doing some shit, it never broke the loyalty ever nothing would ever break the loyalty what would break the loyalty is something like that trying to sleep with somebody what that would break the loyalty yes that would break the loyalty now let me tell you a lot of people excuse me a lot of people would think that I'm crazy for even saying this but let me tell you something if it were somebody that I was just like I was just like um, socially having sex with and she want to go have sex with her girl go go I don't nice no feelings here go no problem not the love of your life go I'm not even girl I don't even mm-mm. you can have it and some people would think that that's crazy to say but it's the truth how do you think men do it if a, if a man is socially having sex with a woman, socially, they don't have any labels, they're just socially having sex, and his homeboy's like, hey, you know, can I hit that? Because she's a someone that he's socially having sex with, he's probably going to tell his homeboy, yes, yes. So as a homegirl, if I'm socially having sex, yeah, go ahead, hit that girl. I'm done with it, though, after you do it. I'm done with it. But if you're in a full-blown relationship, got kids or whatever, whatever, it's serious. I'm not even going to creep towards going to go do anything or go anywhere near that. Anywhere near that. I don't care what's going on. My loyalty does not stop at a certain point. My loyalty stays forever. People only people love you with conditions. They're loyal to you. 
under specific or certain conditions. Now, I can honestly say, were there instances in our time where, yeah, did we both end up having sex with the same person, but not knowing we had sex with the same person? But when we found out it, the only person that had a problem with it was her because neither one of us knew we even had sex with the same person. And furthermore, first of all, it wasn't even all of that. So it wasn't something I was hanging on to. It was something she was trying to hang on to. Like she was in her feelings about it. I wasn't, didn't even care. We had, our parents had to moved us away from each other because I, I can't say that we was just doing, you know, good being friends. We were always fighting people. So our parents had to moved us away from each other. So I don't know what's going on in your world for a year, maybe, or a year and a half, maybe. And you don't know what's going on in mine. So we end up finding out that we had sex with the same person. And I'm way past that because it wasn't I'm not even attached. You're attached. So, yeah, you're in your feelings about it. Furthermore, we just stay friends, though, because I mean, to me, it was I explained it just like that. I don't even care. Like, I don't you're you are, you know, trying to build something like or a relationship or something or be with that person. Like, I don't even care about it. It's not even like that with me. I don't even, my focus is somewhere else. So we continue to be friends, but I'm not knowing that me venting about my situations would make you attracted to my situation because it's not something that I would do to you. So I guess it's me expecting me out of you. And then when it was ready to be talked about, it's now oh, now you want to you, you want to fight me now or you want to have some type of animosity towards me or I don't know I don't know I don't know but it was neither here nor there with me like I let it happened it was let go but I feel like if me and you are going to continue to be friends now we talk about everything else whenever shit hits the fan why we couldn't talk about this because that shit hit the fan you ruined some shit that should hit the fan. So why can't we have a conversation, a civil conversation about it at that? Because your loyalty to me had changed and you felt justified. And I'm not trying to take away from how it is I made my friends feel about certain things that happened in the past. I'm talking about what happened when I'm a whole new person now coming out of prison. Y'all have missed four and I've missed four and a half years on y'all and y'all have missed four and a half years on me. I'm a whole new person. Slates are wiped, wiped clean. I don't even care about what really happened back then because we can't even control it. We can't go back there and change it. I mean, the most we can do is discuss it, apologize and move forward. Either we're going to move forward or we're going to stay stagnant. And honestly, I had been stagnant about the situation for a very long time because it hindered my movement when it came to another relationship. It still hinders my movement. It hinders my movement when it comes to friends. I don't even make friends. I don't make friends. If it's somebody I go hang out with or somebody I chill with, it's never somebody brand new and brand new people have invited me to a lot of things. It's not, I just won't do it. There's a lost connection there between me and making friends. Now, I don't take away from my part that I played. Like I said, you know, I was a habitual liar. I wasn't pathological. I don't believe my own lies, but I was a habitual liar. I, and I can honestly say that a whole lot of the time it was finesse game. 
I was trying to finesse my way through a situation or get myself out of some shit. So I would lie or I would lie to cover up for somebody else's craziness or somebody else's something to so somebody else wouldn't look bad. Because if I told the truth about this, then it would be talked about and looked at a certain type of way. So I lost connection with that friend. There is no connection at all because the truth is, is yet to be talked about. Because once the truth is it starts to be talked about, then there's going to be other truths that's going to come out and nobody is going to like that. But the thing is, is that I'm just not afraid of that truth. And I've given it ample opportunity. The connection is lost, though. And I don't think that I could ever get that in particular connection back. I lost connection with my friends or family members because I feel like we just don't have a whole lot of things in common anymore I don't see life and its dealings the same way that you see life see I've lost time losing your apartment and your car and your house and you know losing all of that you know your clothes and oh she burnt my clothes oh he burnt the house down oh he took this he took the car the crib he took all that listen that shit does not matter try losing some time you can go and buy another car get another house get some new clothes I can't go back and grab my four and a half years back I lost time and I had to face the fact that losing time was also going to make me lose connection with a lot of people that I once had that I once thought I had strong connections with you have to be okay with growing without people. Everybody can't go with you. And I was that person. I was that person who I could never do things by myself, go places by myself. And my mama used to say that to me all the time. You, every time you do something, you always want to invite somebody and take somebody somewhere with you. It took for me to go to prison to learn what it felt like to be by myself. I lost connection though with all of them, everybody. I lost connection with people who who I thought were like were something like family, not family, but they were something like family. I lost connection with them. I felt like I just looked at everybody that I wanted back into my life. And I asked myself, like, what do you have in common with them? Do you still have anything in common with them? With most of my friends, the only thing that I really had in common with y'all was smoking weed and drinking and partying. I don't think that we had a whole lot in common. And we didn't have a whole lot of time as adults to even, you know, converse with each other. To know who we were as adults. We didn't have that time. And nobody was willing to make that time either. And even. Even when I did try to make that time. And set certain things aside. And you know okay. We're just going to set things aside. We're going to set it all aside. We're not even going to worry about it. We're just going to set it all aside. When I wanted to set things aside. Other people were still holding grudges. Against me. The connection was so lost. And then at one point, I think that I was played into a friendship 
and that really it that really wasn't what that person really wanted the connections were lost and you have to be okay with losing connection to you know from people who you think or who you thought you would be you know in cahoots with or you thought you would be they would be in your life and you would be in their life forever you have to be okay with losing that connection and a lot of times we're not okay with that because we have a fear of being rejected or we have a fear of losing well let me tell you something it took for me to lose to find the peace that I have because when you heard my name, my nickname, you know what came behind it? A bunch of drama, a bunch of dysfunction, a bunch of confusion. And and I'm too busy now trying to make sure that I keep my realm of peace that I have. Like this little bit of peace that I have, I won't trade it for anything. And nobody's going to come in and disrupt that peace and if I have to lose a connection with somebody to keep my peace, that's exactly what I will do. Because when it's time for me to leave this earth, I want to leave this earth peacefully. And I know that life is not going to always throw me peace balls. But I do know that as long as I have that, that, that amount of peace, that nothing is going to, I'm not going to say nothing's going to stress me, stress me, but nothing is going to come between my peace. I have something else to run back to when it gets stressful, which is my peace. And I've never held on so tight to my peace like I hold on to it now. I'm okay with losing the connection. There are people who I have, I, I thought, I really thought that I would, they would be in my life forever. Plan for it. They have to be in my life forever made certain sacrifices so that they can be in my life forever. And when the connection was lost, I almost lost my mind. I felt like I was losing everything because I was making seasonal people lifetime expectations. Having that fear of losing the connection. If I lose the connection, do I lose myself? What am I really losing? Losing the connection between me and them. Am I afraid of being by myself? Am I afraid of not having? What am I afraid of? It made me think about asking myself those questions. Made me revert back to being abused as a child. And not having anybody to tell. And that fear. That that sense of fear. That fear. Spilled over into my fear of losing the connection to people. Especially to the people that I thought that. You know was helping me overcome that fear. But it wasn't them that had to help me overcome that fear. I needed to go through my fear and heal through my fear for me to be okay with losing the connection to them. So that fear of losing connections to people that you have, let it go. 
because 10 times out of 10, you're losing that connection because there's a bigger connection that you have to get to. Don't be so afraid to walk away or let people walk away from you because it's okay. Because when they walk away, Watch how the blessings start coming when your confusion, your dysfunction, your irritability. Watch when all of that stuff, that anxiety, that depression, watching all of that stuff. Watch when you lose fear and connection to that stuff. You become a whole new person. You walk into a dark room and light it up. Because you don't fear that loss of connection anymore. It's okay. It's okay to lose connection. It's not okay to stay stagnant in the in the loss of the connection. That's where our problem comes in at. That's where my problem came in at. And I was stagnant for about uh, two years. That's a, I, to me, that's a long time to be stuck and stagnant on one situation. Or on one or, or, or on these specific situations. Losing connections. There's not one connection that I have lost. That I'm dying to get back. Reconciliation is a part of me. Me and them and us being forgiving of each other. Reconciliation. Being able to say, you know what, this is what happened. This is the part that I played. This is how this made me feel. And are we over it or what are we staying stagnant? I'm okay with reconciliation, but still not being connected, though. Just because you reconcile don't mean that you have to regain connection. If you go with spectrum for your Wi-Fi and you keep losing connection, eventually you're going to want to connect to something else. And then you're going to find something else that has a more peaceful connection for you. The connection is a little strong. You'll go to that. And if you're afraid to, if you're afraid to lose if you're afraid to lose the connection between you and Spectrum, you'll never get to the peaceful, strong connection that you got to get to over here at T-Mobile. You'll never get that. That fear of lost connection. Let those people go. Let those situations go. Embrace that fear. Stop running from it. Embrace that fear. That connection is, is cool to be lost. Reconcile if you want to, if you need to, if you feel the need to. But that don't mean you have to go back to being connected. You can pay your bill and pay off that spectrum bill, but that don't mean I'm finna open up a new account or get a new plan with you. No, that just means we've reconciled it. It's over with. It's off my chest. I don't have to live with it on my spirit. And we can go in peace with the lost connection.
today's episode was about lost connections. It's okay to lose a connection because believe me when I tell you, when you get to the other side, that peaceful side, when you get to that side, the connections that you're going to have there are going to be so much more better, much more stronger than those connections you lost. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. I hope to hear from you guys soon. Thank you for sweeping underneath my rug with me. And until next time, peace out.